This is Wednesday, August 17th, meaning it's one thing here on the Gonzaga Nation Media Network and the ISO podcast. It means it is Mailbag Wednesday, where I take your questions, whatever they may be in regards to Gonzaga basketball, basketball in general, maybe my career, and I do my best to answer them and share some insight. So right off the bat, if you've got a question, email it to me, dickow at scorebooklive.com. Hit me up on social media, Twitter at DanDickow21, Instagram at DDickow21, or send it to one of our Gonzaga Nation SI media channels. It's Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and I believe even TikTok these days. So uh, let's get right into it. Tom from Spokane asks, what are your thoughts on JP Batista returning to Gonzaga? Uh, well, Tom, first off, thanks for the question. Uh, I did a quick podcast on Monday where we released it uh, in regards to JP returning. I think it's tremendous. I think it's awesome. Um, you know, he had posted a picture on, I think it was Instagram or Twitter. I'm not quite sure um, about being back in Spokane and being in the new McCarthy Athletic Center. Um, and I just sent him a quick message back and said, hey, you're in town. Um, you know, if you want to get a chance to, to work. If you need a gym to work out at, feel free to use my shoot 360 Spokane up on the North side. And that, at that point he had said, well, I'm, a, I'm actually going to be here because I'm going to be the new GA. Um, and so I've been kind of holding on to that knowledge for, for a week or two. And I think, um, you know, it was rightful, uh, right to allow the school to kind of do their normal process of, of announcing that. But I think it's awesome that JP is back. The, the knowledge that he has, the experience that he uh, has as a player, the love of the game that he has, I think are, those are all tremendous things to be able to add uh, to the coaching staff. So um, looking forward to having him back. Best of luck with your start of your coaching career, JP. Uh, next question, Bill in Portland asks, I've seen on Instagram, Kyle Wilcher, Ben Gregg, and even now Jeremy Jones playing open gym at University of Portland. Is that normal for college players to play at a rival college? Uh, good question, Bill. Yes, that's absolutely normal, that, especially when your career is done. I mean, uh, you know, those guys are all pros now. Well, Ben's still a college player, um, but uh, Kyle, Jeremy, those guys are pros and they got to find different places to get good runs at in the summers. And, and a lot of times um, one of the best places is your local college where, you know, there's a set time. Uh, there's a great facility um, to be able to uh, be used by guys. Um, and so if you watch and I did see a couple of those clips, if you watch those clips, uh, you know, there's overseas pros uh, there's current high level college players in those games. Uh, there's occasionally an NBA player too comes through. So, you know, it's kind of one of those things where high level players are constantly searching and finding, uh, you know, the best runs that they can get at during the summer, uh, to keep their game sharp. Um, and you know, the fact that most colleges do open up the gym, uh, for other high level players is awesome. I mean, I look back at my career, um, we used to play at Lewis and Clark over in Southeast or Southwest Portland. We used to play at the University of Portland. We used to play at Portland State. Um, you know, we used to also play Clark College Community College in, in Vancouver. So we would go find places all over. Um, and typically your better players kind of, you know, tend to 
organize and, and figure out where they're going to kind of play uh, on a fairly normal schedule. But yes, good, good question there, Bill. So thanks for that. Next up is Mark from San Diego. He asks, if you have to pick one GU player for an, another sport, what would it be? Uh, I got three here for you. The first one uh, is probably pretty typical of what everybody would answer. And that would be Jalen Suggs with football. Everybody knows he was a top five football and basketball recruit decided to play basketball came to Gonzaga one and done just finished his rookie year with the NBA in the NBA with the Orlando magic. So that's an easy one. The other two uh, I'm going to go Richie from with baseball. Uh, Richie and I grew up in, in the same area of Vancouver. I went to Prairie. He went to rival high school battleground. He was a tremendous baseball player. Um, you know, I think he could have uh, played baseball at the college level, maybe even the, the professional level and tried to work his way up, uh, you know, the way, you know, some, some guys just when you play against them growing up or you see them later on, uh, they just, they're, they're a little different in that sport. And to me, Richie was just a little different in that sport than most guys growing up. Um, but he loved basketball more than baseball. And many times that's what it comes down to is what do you love the most and what are you most willing to sacrifice to be great at? And that's what Richie did uh, to get himself to Gonzaga and then to the NBA. Uh, and then the third one would be Blake step with football. He only played one year of high school football and that was after he signed with Gonzaga to play basketball. Um, but I understand and then the, in one year without ever having a background of football, his numbers were off the charts. We used to play, uh, uh, football in the field at, at Gonzaga where, you know, we'd have a recruit in town and we split the teams up and we'd play, you know, usually Blake would be a quarterback on one team and, and I'd be a quarterback on the other team. I could get the ball where it needed to go, but it was not going to be in a spiral. But when you watch Blake throw it, I mean, that thing was, was on a rope. It was on a string. Um, he probably could have been a really good quarterback if you look at it, because he's got great size. He was six, four, six, five, big, strong. And if he would have lifted in a way for, uh, to be a football player, he would have bulked up, I'm sure, and been uh, had the ability to, to have a really nice college football career. So those would have been my three. Um, and the last question comes from Mike in Pullman. He asks, whatever happened to the Kansas-Gonzaga series that was supposed to happen this year? Um, I have no idea. Uh, that's a good one. And it just kind of silently went away. I mean, you didn't hear a lot of fanfare about that series being taken off the schedule that you would have imagined, but that might have been because they added so many other good games after it got taken. I mean, you added Baylor in South Dakota, you add the Michigan State game on the aircraft carrier in San Diego, and then most recently in the last couple of weeks, you had Kentucky, granted it's at the Spokane Arena, um, but when you add those three and you do take off Kansas, they're can't be that much disappointment. Um, I would imagine, um, and I touched on this, uh, I think on a mailbag a couple of weeks ago, I would imagine, um, you know, there's only a few schools that, that haven't done a home and home with Gonzaga. I would imagine Kansas and Gonzaga will get that done in the very near future. Um, I kind of, I went back and I listened to it. I think I said, uh, Duke hasn't done a home and home which I'd love to see. I don't think Villanova, I think Villanova would be a great ad for a home and home. Virginia would be a great ad for a home and home. I think another one would be just for the iconic name would be Indiana. Um, and then if you put Kansas 
as a home and home. Now, again, Gonzaga has played Kansas and they've gone to Kansas and played before. Um, but those couple right there, uh, you add those schools in maybe like an Ohio State um, or a Michigan to come to the kennel because uh, Michigan State's already been there. Um, you're starting to talk about Gonzaga has literally hosted almost every big name program. Um, I mean, you could get nitpicky. You could say Georgetown. You could say St. John's. But, you know, those aren't the true blue bloods like the ones we were just talking about you know, the Duke, the Kansas, uh, et cetera. So um, good question, Mike. And yeah, I, I really wish I had a better answer for you, but I think the fact you take them off and add the three other games that I just mentioned, um, I think uh, shows you that Gonzaga is willing to schedule literally, literally anybody, anytime, anywhere. And they're now at the point where they are home and homes, not one-off games. So Appreciate the questions. Um, send them again my way, dickout at scorebooklive.com. Take care. Have a great day.